the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Christ didn't simply heal a paralyzed man. He transformed him, both physically and spiritually. Those who are saved understand the very physical and spiritual relationship they have with Jesus Christ. If you know this, want this for someone else or for yourself, keep listening. The Transformative Power of Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It is good to be with you. I'm here with you live in the KKHT studios, and uh, this program is called The Transformative Power of Christ. You know, but we might call it, we could have called it The Healing Power of Christ, because Christ heals us in so many different ways, physically, mentally, spiritually. Jesus is concerned with every part of your well-being, and he loves you, and he has great compassion. Let's go to prayer. Father God, we just come to you today, and we are so appreciative of your forgiveness and your grace and your love. And we know that we are healed by your stripes, and we thank you for that. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you be with us today in this broadcast, and that the words that are said here be yours and not ours, and that they touch minds and hearts out there, because only you can change lives, only you can transform lives, only you can heal lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, like I say, Jesus not only transforms, he heals. And we know that, you know, there's a debate. Some people believe that Jesus is no longer in the miracle business, and that's just not true. I see miracles in the recovery work I do uh, on a regular basis, and he heals in all kinds of ways. And Jesus, well, the Bible tells us, was is and was the same yesterday today and forever and jesus certainly is healing today so how does god heal well god heals in a couple of different ways you know one of the most magnificent and incredible ways that god heals is naturally and uh, what do i mean by that you know that god designed us we're this is a design. It didn't happen by accident uh, that we are designed to heal our own bodies. It's absolutely amazing. And you say, well, what do you mean? Well, have you ever cut your finger? Well, the first time you cut your finger, if God had not designed us to heal ourselves naturally, you would have bled to death because your body not only coagula blood coagulated and it stopped bleeding, but over time, it sealed itself. It healed itself. The tissue was repaired. It's truly remarkable. You know, in the recovery work I do, we see people who damage their brains through uh, abusing alcohol or substance abuse. And they've done studies that show that it's remarkable. You can even see it on on uh, sophisticated scans of the brain where over time the brain begins to heal itself. It's truly remarkable. You know, the Bible tells us that joy comes in the morning, and that's physically true, not just mentally, but physically true because every morning our brain creates new neurons, hundreds and hundreds of new neurons, every single day that we live. 
and the brain heals itself. And did you know that the most nat- thing that you can do naturally that heals you your mind is to worship the Lord? They've been able to show through these sophisticated tests they do now that the brain creates positive neurons. They can you know, actually photograph these things when we worship the Lord, when we pray, when we, when we engage in praise and worship, when we spend time with him, when we speak in tongues, all these things, the brain is, is creating these positive, beautiful neurons that look like beautiful trees. So we heal naturally. You know, my dad is a big proponent of this. My dad uh, once fasted on water alone for over 20 days because he had a f- couple of physical ailments, and he healed himself because he believes that if we fast and and just allow our body to just focus on healing, that it'll heal, and it does. Um, you know, it's amazing. Jesus, of course, fasted for 40 days. Um, but anyway, there and, and not only through natural things of our body, uh, how amazing uh, it heals itself. The liver flushes out toxins. You know, we, we just we heal ourselves. We really do. And not only that, but God has given us natural remedies. There are herbs and things that people have been using for thousands of years that can can are beneficial when we suffer from different things. And so there's that's number one. God heals naturally. God heals medically. And, well, why do you say God does that? Because God is the one that gave the wisdom and the knowledge to the physicians. So we heal naturally. If you cut your finger, your body, unless it's really bad, it'll heal naturally. But if it's really bad, then you can get stitches. And you can be healed through medicine. You can get things like antibiotic cream to keep it from getting neosporin or other more powerful things. They give it to hospital that will keep you from getting infected. Uh, my dad, I'll use him again as an example. He, he was, uh, he's, my dad's great. It's, it's Thursday is his 86th birthday. And uh, I'm going to go spend the day with him in Austin. I'm looking forward to that. And he's in great shape. But when he was 81, just a young man at 81, he was throwing the football around with my nephew. And he landed awkwardly on an uneven surface. And he, and he broke the part of his hip, his femur, where it attaches at the hip. So he wasn't able to heal that naturally, although he, he's, my dad's something else. He thought about just letting it heal naturally. But he decided to go ahead and let the doctors put a rod in. And, and they did. And. And so medically, through the knowledge that God has given those doctors and those physicians and the human race over time, as we've developed knowledge, he was healed medically. And he, you know, maybe a little bit of limp when he first gets up. But for an 86-year-old guy, he's amazing. He's, he moves around wonderfully. So God heals medically through giving uh, the wisdom to the doctors. And then God hears, heals miraculously. And I see that in, because I said, God heals not only physically, but he heals us mentally and spiritually. And I see miraculous healings all the time in the recovery industry where the power of the Holy Spirit, someone is delivered instantly from things like heroin possession. Now, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes we have to work at it. We say in recovery that without God, I can't. And without me, God won't. Sometimes it's a little longer road. But um, my father-in-law drank alcohol for years. and The doctor told him, you're going to die if you keep drinking. He got on his knees and he prayed and he didn't go to rehab. He didn't do anything. He just got healed and he and he stopped but and then we look at you know we see see physical miraculous healings more often in third world countries because they don't have the doctors that we have and they don't have anything else to rely on and we see examples of that and i believe that god is still in the miracle business and that's theologically that's controversial 
You know, some people don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, the laying on of hands and healing. But I've seen too many instances over the years where doctors can't explain things and where people were healed miraculously. I have seen the transformative power of Christ in my own life, and I've been healed both physically, mentally, and spiritually as I came out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. And I didn't do it, and a doctor didn't do it, and a physician didn't do it, and a counselor didn't do it. Jesus Christ did it. Amen? I've seen that transformative healing power of Christ. And God can heal your depression. He can heal your anxiety. He can heal all kinds of things. Now, we're going to talk. Not everyone gets gets well. Uh, people, people pass away. And we're going to talk about why that is in a little while. So bear with me here. But let's look at, at Scripture a little bit. You know, in Mark 2.17, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners. You know, Jesus was being attacked by the Pharisees, by the, you know, the people that thought they were all that, for hanging out with unsavory characters such as tax collectors and sinners among his disciples. And Jesus reminded them that it is not the healthy you need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So Jesus wants everyone. He wants to heal everyone. I don't care what you've done, where you've been, or if you've got a loved one. You're listening to this program because you have a deep walk with the Lord, or you want to have a deeper walk with the Lord, or maybe somebody you know is not saved, and they've done all these terrible things. Moses was a murderer. God can forgive anyone that comes to repentance and gives their heart to Jesus Christ. Jesus came not to call the righteous, but to call sinners. Because God wants that no man should perish, but that every man should come to to repentance and, and come into the kingdom of God. When Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commands, it's not because he wants to punish people who don't. It's because he wants us to have a fulfilled, abundant life that happens when we do our best to obey his commands. When we start living for him instead of living selfishly for ourselves, which I did for so many years. So... Twice in his Gospels, Jesus refers to himself as a physician or a doctor. Once in the sense of a spiritual healer, as I just said, I've not come to call this righteous, but sinners, but also as a physical healer. Jesus' role as a physician and a healer is so pervasive throughout the Gospels that it's clearly essential to Jesus' mission. I know mission. I know a pastor who says, who who one one thing he said that I really liked is he said Jesus's signature ministry was deliverance because Jesus delivered people from all kinds of things including physical sickness it's all through the gospels it's a title he clearly deserves he gave great remarkable attention to healing he healed people who were sick blind lame deaf leprous paralyzed mentally ill He even brought people back to life. Each of the Gospels portrays him this way and chronicles his great compassion. And he wasn't a trained physician, and he certainly wasn't a magician. Jesus healed by divine power. And all you have to do is go read the cross and the switchblade if you want to see that divine power at work today. Where David Wilkerson, a simple pastor from a small town in Pennsylvania with a small church, heard a calling from the Lord. And went to New York City, and, and, and he began preaching to gang members on the street. And a great peril to himself, but guided by the Holy Spirit. 
and began to lay hands on them and, and began to see miraculous healings where God delivered people, heroin addicts, uh, gang members that were committing violent crimes, and transform them. Jesus Christ transformed the transformative power of Christ into completely different people that lived for Jesus Christ, that lived to help other people, that lived as servants, that lived with compassion, like Nikki Cruz, who still preaches today. This this uh, gave rise to Teen Challenge, which is, has rehabs all over the United States, an adult challenge, where they take people just like the Open Door Mission does here in, in Houston. You know, we've got a wonderful faith-based ministry that takes men in that are addicted and or homeless, and it's free. And and if you need if you know somebody that needs help, a man who needs help, who wants to change his life, they teach them that Jesus saves, but they also teach them the twelve steps, cognitive recovery, give them medical care, dental care, give them job training, teach them how to use computers, how to put together a resume, find them jobs. The Marriott's hired over thirty people, men that have gone through this program. The Marriott downtown, give them a plug because they're second chance employers. Transforms these people's lives. Jesus does, but but Tommy Thompson, who runs it, is is obedient and is serve as a vessel through which God can accomplish his missile mission. And uh, Tommy's a missile, by the way. He's he's a firecracker. But in any way, uh, it's a, a wonderful. The power of the Holy Spirit is still working in the kingdom. And Jesus demonstrated this power by touching people physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually. And certainly he healed the sick. Jesus, let's look at more scripture. In Mark one forty one. Jesus moved with compassion. Why does Jesus heal? Because he has compassion for us. Because he loves us. God created us in his image. He loves us. He wants us to, to be in communion with him. Jesus isn't looking for perfect people. He's looking for an intimate relationship with people. Jesus, this leper, you know, there was lepers were pariahs for good reason. You didn't touch them or you get leprosy yourself back then. People stayed away, but Jesus moved with compassion. Jesus, who's not only divine, but fully human at this point, stretched out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing to be cleansed. It's extraordinary. Leprosy was what AIDS is today to people. You stayed away. Jesus broke down all walls of alienation and prejudice with love and powerful gestures of reaching out and touching the body of a leper. Jesus encouraged people to engage in their own healing because Jesus God made us naturally where we heal ourselves. So Jesus' healings were also used to, to uh, prove who he was, that he was the promised Messiah. When John the Baptist was in prison and asked, he sent two of his disciples to ask Jesus whether he was the one who was to come. Jesus responded, go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, and those who have leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Hallelujah. Jesus heals because he loves people. We see this over and over. We see this, this compassion reported over and over in the Bible. Matthew fourteen fourteen through 21. And when Jesus went out and saw a great multitude, he was moved with compassion for them, and he healed their sick before he fed them all. Luke seven thirteen. Jesus sees a, a weeping woman. He says, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, do not weep. 
Her son had just died. He said, sir, get up. <laughs> now that's the greatest healing of all. And he got up and he lived. Two blind men, Matthew twenty thirty four. Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes. And immediately they received sight and they followed him. You know, Jesus blinded Paul or Saul at that point on the road to Damascus, put scales over his eyes. I think all of us at one time or another in our lives have had scales over our eyes. I certainly did. And Jesus lifted those scales. And I was blind, but now I can see. Hallelujah. You know, I'd like to invite you to attend my church, our church. We've got a a wonderful congregation. We're small, but we're full of love and encouragement. And um, we've we've some people have come in. It's it's hard sometimes going into a new place, but there are people that have heard this radio show or heard my show on Wednesday, the Recovery Radio Houston, and have come and joined us. And almost always they come back, which is good because we we have a climate of love and encouragement. It's New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We we are we meet on Sunday nights because we we're new. We're a church plant. Sunday nights in the Heights. We wanted to give people an opportunity to come check us out. We meet at six p.m. So maybe you missed church that day. Maybe you're looking for a church. Maybe, you know, you remember the days when there were lots more Sunday night services and just want to spend a little more time with people of faith and, and in the house of the Lord. You're so welcome to join us. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street. That's in the Heights, obviously. Uh, 240 West 18th Street, 6 p.m. Uh, to write 77008 in the heart of the Heights. Um, you know, we've, we've, we lease space from the Heights Presbyterian, which is the oldest church building in the Heights. It's been there since 1903, but it was, they had a fire, but they rebuilt it beautifully about 10 years ago. It's a beautiful, we're lucky to, to be partnered with them in, in the sense that we, we worship there and, you know, we're going to have praise and worship and we're going to usher in the Holy Spirit and I'm going to give an uplifting message, but it's going to be the gospel. It's going to be the truth. We're a Bible-based, non-denominational spirit-filled recovery church. You say, well, I don't know about that recovery church. Well, everybody's recovering from something. Jesus said we'd always have trials and tribulations in this life. It it doesn't have to be something related to addiction. It can be a divorce. It can be uh, anxiety, depression, anger. People, you know, we all have strongholds in our lives. The, The enemy uses, the devil uses them to distract us, to keep us from our main mission, which is to to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to and to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to preach the gospel to all creation. We got called into the heart of the city because we want to help people deepen their walk with the Lord and do what we're supposed to do, which is is you know witness to people, bring people into the kingdom in these last days, bring people in. The time is short, so Jesus came to heal. And he heals not only physically, as I said, but spiritually and mentally. Luke 19.10, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. There are so many people out there lost. You know, I read that addiction overdoses were up 30% last year. 200,000 people in this country lost their lives last year, not because of COVID, but because of alcohol or drugs. I mean, it is a, there's a pandemic that never goes away. There's so many people lost that are worshiping things of the world and aren't making Jesus Christ, a relationship with Christ, their first priority. We want to show people there's a better way to live. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Isaiah 61.1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty or freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You know, it is never too late for your loved one who's not living for the Lord to find Jesus Christ. Jesus turned to the thief on the cross. It is never too late. Jesus wants people to come into his kingdom. He, You are forgiven once you accept him as your Lord and Savior. You have nothing to worry about. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That is a healing spiritually and mentally that gives you the peace that surpasses all understanding. That is the most wonderful healing, healed by grace, that we can possibly experience. John eight thirty six. if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. So why do I still get sick then? I'm, following, I'm living for the Lord. Jesus heals. Why do I still get sick? Let's look at the Bible a little bit. Psalm 103, 2 and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all your inequities, who heals all your diseases. You see that, how we're forgiven all our inequities and we're healed of all our diseases? Well, let me ask you this. You're forgiven your sins, but do you still sin? Thank you. For everybody but Jesus, the answer is yes. So we are in a fallen world. There will be a day as believers where we know sin no more where there will be no more sin and there will be no more disease and no more sickness. But in this fallen world, we still have sin and we still have disease. Isaiah 53, I've only got a couple of minutes, so uh, uh, (laughs) my producer jumped the gun a little bit. So anyway, so, but she's wonderful. She does a great job. Isaiah 53, 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our inequities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Yes, we're healed by his stripes. Now let's look at this, 1 Peter 2.24. Isaiah was, was prophesying into the future. We will be healed by his stripes. We are healed by his stripes. 1 Peter 2.24. Now Peter, the cross has already come. Peter's now looking backwards. Who himself, 1 Peter 2.24, who himself bore our sins, his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. <laughs> you have been healed when you accept his, his you know, gift of salvation. Your sins have been forgiven, but we're in a falling world. And the healing that we come, I'm going to have to preach on this again perhaps next week. The healing that we come is not through anything we do, but it comes just like the forgiveness. It comes through grace. So what do you do when you're not healed? You have to trust God. You have to trust God. Philippians 1.20, Paul wrote, Christ will be magnified or exalted in some translations in my body, whether by life or by death. For for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. There are people who great faith. We're all going to lose. This this world is just a transitory place for us. We're all going to pass away. We're all going to lose loved ones. And we'll be healed then permanently. We'll be healed forever. We'll be healed by his grace and by his love. And we'll know no more sin. We won't know any more sickness. It'll be a wonderful day. 
But whatever you're suffering from today, Jesus Christ can heal you now. He can heal you spiritually. He can heal you mentally. And yes, he can heal you physically. Put all your trust in him. Put your prayers in him. Come worship with us. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're at 240 West 18th Street in the heart of the Heights, 77008. We're a Bible-based, spirit-filled, non-denominational church. I'd love to meet you. Sunday nights in the Heights at 6 p.m. We'll see you this Sunday. I'll be there. Pastor John Allworth. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.